Songs of the Trees by Joy Mead. Stories older than memory, longer than history, gift that is rooted and whispering above, stars in the trees holding their mystery, trembling creation, dancing in love. Oak is for kingship, birch for fertility, hazel for wisdom, rowan for mystery, pine for nobility, hawthorn for death, Holly for immortality. Sensations of prayer, music of our minds, waves from the past, half-remembered sounds, stardust and earth dust, promise on the winds, wisdom for life where beauty astounds. Oak is for kingship, birch for fertility, hazel for wisdom, rowan for mystery, pine for nobility, Hawthorn for death, holly for immortality. Hope in all that has lived and is living, seen in our frailty and moment of birth. Glitter of star become rooted, life-giving, known in the depths of our mothering earth. Oak is for kingship, birch for fertility, 
hazel for wisdom, rowan for mystery, pine for nobility, hawthorn for death, holly for immortality. I recently came across Joy Mead's beautiful homage to our tree kin, and I was struck by it. There is something about us tree folk, those that follow the way of the leaf and the root, those of us who hear the ancient and recent songs that hum from bark, catkin, and seed, those that see the trees as our kin, our grandmothers and our grandfathers, our brothers and our sisters, our beautiful earthen children, our beautiful earthen guides. Welcome to episode six of season two of Animisma, All Things Inspirited. My name is Heather Louise, and I'm so deeply grateful that you found your way to my quiet, gentle, mysterious, mythical, forested corner of the digital realm. If this is the first time we're meeting, it is my honor to connect with you. I'm a spiritualist and an eternal student of mystic wisdom who lives in veneration of the earth. My work is deeply inspired by my Celtic heritage and tends to revolve around honoring and connecting with the natural world, Celtic myths and legends, and the gentle reclamation of personal sovereignty. I partner with story, poem, and song to create spaces for people to directly connect to nature, spirit, and self in ways that are authentic and true for them. As many do, I live as a convergence of blood, bone, language, and culture. My blood ancestors, those whose face I wear, traveled from Scotland and Ireland to the land known in the common tongue as Australia, where I was born into this life onto the ancestral lands of the Camaragal clan of the Aora Nation. Like my ancestral kin, I too have traveled across the world, and at least for now, find myself living in the high desert in view of some old mountains in the middle of what is known as the United States of America, on the ancestral lands of the Ute, Arapaho, and Ocheti Shikawan, the Seven Council Fires. As a living Celtic convergence, my offering is one of connection to spirit and nature for all those who are woven of the many threads and who are drawn towards honoring the cycles of the seasons, the natural world, and all of its inhabitants, tree, flower, feathered, finned, elemental, animal, spirit, all. So to you, my dear listener, wherever and whenever you find yourself, whether you're here with me in 2022 or listening from the future, I honor the spirits of the land that you are on and the land that I am on, and I gratefully acknowledge all who come in spirit form to be of support, to provide guidance and wisdom, and to hold us while we connect with the spirit of the earth and her seasons through these beautiful festivals. Thank you. And a hundred thousand welcomes, friends. I'm so happy that you're here. This season of Animisma is dedicated to the trees that we venerate, celebrate, learn from, lean on, fear and feast with as we walk together through the seasons around the Celtic Wheel of the Year. The first season of Animisma included an exploration of myths, legends and customs of each celebration. If you haven't had a chance to listen already, I invite you to head over to season one and have a listen there too. 
Ever so briefly, I would like to thank again the blessed souls who have left reviews of my wee podcast on Apple, Raven of Summer, Sycamore 4566, Lady Jack, Oop Pasla, Dr. Burke, my precious, and Steph Halligan. <laughs> thank you so much for your kind words, your resonant hearts, and your love of Mother Earth. I continue to authentically be blown away by your kindness. Thank you so much for taking the time to review my wee offering. There is something woven in the deep, dark earth of our Celtic roots that binds us together, all stardust and earth dust, all reverent and humble, all connected and caring, all community and presence. Joy Mead's poem that I read earlier is an exquisite expression of these things, and beautifully it includes trees of the Oham, including hazel, a sacred tree honored at Lunasa, the festival of the sun warrior god Lu and his blessed stepmother Telcho. This holy Celtic tree of knowledge, whose nuts are dense with wisdom gained throughout the wheel of the year, and who legend tells us feeds the sacred salmon, which was revered by the Celts for its wisdom and strength, is a blessed tree, and today we'll visit with it. You know, there are countless variations on an ancient tale that speaks of nine hazel trees that grew around a sacred pool, dropping nuts into the water to be eaten by a salmon who absorbed their wisdom. Some say that the number of bright spots on a salmon are said to indicate how many nuts they've eaten and how wise they are. Another story is about the young Finn Kumal or Makul, who met the bard Finnegus near the River Boyne in Ireland and studied with him. Finnegus, the bard, had spent seven years trying to catch the salmon of knowledge, which lived in a pool on the Boyne. It is said that whoever ate the salmon would gain immense knowledge. Eventually, he caught it with great struggle and told the boy, Finn, to cook it for him. While cooking it, Finn burned his thumb and instinctively put his thumb in his mouth, swallowing either the juice from the fish or a piece of its skin. This transferred to him the salmon's wisdom. And then when the bard Finnegus returned and noticed a, dip, noticed a difference in the boy, he asked if he'd eaten any of the fish, which he had told him not to. Finn explained what had happened, and when he did, Finnegus told him that he could teach him no more, since he now had greater knowledge than he. It's said that Finn later became the leader of the Fianna, a great class of warriors. And some tales have it that Finn could access the salmon's knowledge simply by sucking on his thumb at any time. Lunasa the festival that we celebrate today is the first harvest festival and cross-quarter festival. It's a festival of peak summer, a festival of high summer heat. While the days are long and warm and while the flowers blossom and the trees bear their fruit, let's unite in our deepest appreciation for all that we have on this resplendent, green, beautiful earth. And let's fill our hearts and our cups to the brim. For some, this is the beginning of the autumn cycle. I like to think of it as the confluence of summer and autumn, the cross-quarter festivals blending the days and weeks of the past, the present, and the future. So this festival is blending the days and weeks of the first harvests, the still warm days and somewhat cooling nights of summer, 
before we greet the autumnal equinox. Lunasa, the first harvest, is the grain harvest. And if you happen to be harvesting grains, perhaps you can use the first cutting and claim it as a ritual thanks and an offering that can be placed into bread that can be shared in community. Grain has been a vital source of food for centuries, and as part of the grain becomes bread and nutrition, another part is also stored away and used as seeds for the next spring. The grain harvest offers us sacrifice, transformation, death and rebirth, and they're all as much a part of Lunasa as is acknowledging the yields of your labors and basking in the abundance that you've created. Whether it's a few ripe red tomatoes on a vine, the completion of your studies, the end of great travels, the collection of seeds from a pot of herbs, or simply the acknowledgement of a job well done, our accomplishments are worthy of our attention, and Lunasa is the perfect time to reflect on and steep into them. A prayer for Lunasa. The Corn King gives his life for the land. We toast his sacrifice with ale in hand, and eat the bread from the harvest made, as sheaves of corn to earth are laid. Transformation surrounds us. The harvest turned to food and drink, now is the time to learn and think of what we can do to grow even stronger as the summer recedes and the nights grow longer. We share our rewards and bless the earth that brings our fruitful abundance to birth. May our well-earned bounty reward our toil as we harvest the seed and the grain from the soil. There are many cultures around the world that have sacred trees and sacred waters that are visited for healing and for prayer. In the Celtic tradition, we have clutie trees. Clutie or clute is Scotch Gaelic for rag, and these ancient pagan spaces have been visited for centuries by pilgrims and families seeking blessing and healing from the spirits of the natural world and the keepers of the holy waters. This is a wonderful practice that continues to this day. Pieces of cloth are generally dipped in the water of the holy well and then tied to a branch, while a prayer of request or supplication is said to the spirit of the well. In the pre-Christian times, the prayer was said to a goddess or a local nature spirit. In modern times, many people say prayers to saints. Visits to Clutie Wells are most often undertaken by those seeking healing though some may do it to simply honour the spirit of the well. For centuries, the people of the Celtic lands have, le have left offerings at sacred wells, sacred trees and sacred waters. This practice also continues to today. There are local variations to the practice, including washing the affected part of the body with a rag dipped in the well and then tying the rag onto the branch of a tree that's nearby. As the rag disintegrates over time, the ailment is supposed to fade away. At some wells, this ceremony includes walking sunwise. Sunwise is the direction of the sun, and these days we more commonly use the term clockwise. And by walking sunrise around the well and making an offering of a coin, a pin, a stone, or any religious offering, a blessing is received by the spirits of the well. Traditional pilgrimage times to Clutie Wells are the cross-quarter festivals of Imbolc, Bialtina, Lunasa, and Salwan. 
And so today on this Lunasa, I invite you to join me for an etheric pilgrimage to a Kluti well. I'd like to invite you to take a minute or a moment just to support your vessel, your physical body. I'd love for you to find a quiet and comfortable place where you won't be disturbed and where you feel safe. It can be indoors or outdoors, providing you have adequate protection, warmth, and ventilation. It could be in a room, in a car, perhaps you're traveling on a train or on a plane. Perhaps you're outside by a fire or a candle or lying by a tree in a park or sitting on a haystack in a barn. Wherever you find yourself, welcome. Please take a moment to get really comfy and be sure that your feet are warm and your body feels supported. And then, when you're ready, take a deep and nourishing breath. <sighs> Gently close your eyes and focus on your breath. Sense the air around you, above and below you. And as you breathe in, Notice the space by your face. And as you breathe out, notice the space by your face. Stay in your body. Stay with your breath. And as we move through our imaginal walk today, use your mind's eye to see this new world around you. Embodied and safe, calm and connected, we will begin our journey together. On behalf of all who are connecting through these words today, I humbly request that all are blessed and protected, today and all days. I lovingly and humbly request that your trusted guides and allies join you today, seen or unseen. May you be surrounded by those who love and support you today and all days. Surrounded by blessing, protection, love and safety, my invitation is to now release all that does not serve you, all that is out of alignment and integrity. You are held and you are safe. You are whole and you are complete. You are well and you are held. I humbly and lovingly acknowledge the unseen and the seen, all spirits known to us and not known to us, who kindly offer us wisdom, protection, and guidance. We are honored by your presence. We are so grateful that you are here. The wheel of the year has turned a full half turn from Imwalk to Lunasa. It is a warm morning, and you find yourself walking through a meadow high with grain under a clear blue sky. There is a walking path that moves through the field with small pieces of grain along it that have fallen as other travellers have walked these ways. You kneel down and place your hands on the grains. Quietly, you ask if they would be willing to join you on your quest to a sacred well to be given as an offering to the goddess that guards and blesses the waters. Waiting, you feel a response of a yes and gently pick up a piece or two, folding the grains into a small cloth for safekeeping. As you rise, you take a deep and nourishing breath. The 
The air is rich with perfumes of wild plants and as well as grains, you can smell meadowsweet. You can see it growing along the edges of the field, its small clusters of white flowers rising up like dainty crowns from their long green necks. Walking to the edge of the meadow, you enter a warm forest. Trees of all types abound in this wild and wonderful place. Birds sing and chirp in the distance, and the leaves are soft. Some of their edges are crisping, heralding the highest heat and ending of the summer growth cycle. You take your time here. This is not a place for hurried walks or hurried thoughts. This is a place for slow, intentional movements. Walking with one foot in front of the other, you soften your pace and your gaze, noticing the detail of the life around you. So much of the blessing of this life lives in the soft curves of nature, rounded leaves of all shapes and colors, soft moving striations in flowers, small buds and beautiful blossoms, flowing crevices in the bark of old trunks, plump fruits hanging precariously from the tips of branches, waiting for their moment to fall and rot, offering their seeds to birds and the earth, nourishing them with their sweet flesh. There is only space for presence here, and you feel deeply called towards it. Your lists and your chores will wait. In reverence for the peace that lives here in this space, you offer it your full attention. I am with you, here and now, all of my sinew, all of my breath, all of my spirit and my thought, I am with you. You say this to the forest, you say it to the trees. A breeze moves by you, almost in response to your statement. To be fully present with something is to offer it love, universal and unconditional loving presence. Your walk continues through the forest, down a slight hill, the path meandering through the trees and flowers. Stepping over fallen berries and seeds, you notice a nut. It's a hazelnut, fallen from the sacred tree above you. Pausing here, you reach down and pick up the nut, holding it in your palm, connecting you with the spirit of the tree. You ask with deep humility for a blessing. Dear Hazel, sacred tree of the ancients, the druids, holy tree of wisdom, knowing and intuition, we honor you. We pray that your blessing of sight and vision is bestowed upon us, that we might see beyond ourselves and undertake a transformation as you do in service of all that is highest, best, and most in its wellness. We pray that your nuts of inspiration and wisdom fill our lives and our hearts such that we can walk in true honor and grace, unburdened by the pains of our pasts or fears of unknown futures. May inner wisdom be ours to tend and nurture as we tend and nurture your groves and forests. Blessed be this sacred tree. Softly and with intention, you return the nut to the earth, placing it gently on the ground, as gently as you would lay a newborn child. This 
Nut holds great wisdom and potentiality, as do you. And in honouring its place in the world, you honour your own. Just beyond the hazel tree, you see a hand-built stone well, surrounded by rags and pieces of cloth floating in the breeze. Walking towards the well, you stop and pull from a pocket a small cloth. This cloth represents your family, your kin, either blood or milk kin, either chosen or given. You bring this cloth to the well in service of asking for a blessing for you and them, all healing, whatever their ailment is. Whether it is physical, emotional, or spiritual, this cloth will be dipped in the sacred waters and then tied to the tree in prayer. First, you walk sunwise around the well three times, slowly, softly, intentionally. This walk is part of the ritual of healing, and as you walk, you thank the goddess of the well, the blessings of the forest, and you see a vision of your people in their wellness, safe, held, stable, and free. Slowly you walk, slowly. At the end of the third turning of the wheel, you stop and you kneel. Let's say the names of the family you wish to have blessed and healed on this day. I'll give you a moment to say their names, and as you speak them, please know that at my well, I am making an offering for all of humanity. My cloth is woven from billions of almost imperceivable threads, representing the billions of souls that I share this planet with at this time, including you, of course, and all you hold dear. I pray to the goddess for all healings such that all might connect with the natural world and make choices in service of planetary healing and wholeness. Please, lovingly, I invite you to name your kin. Guardian of the well, she who blesses the waters on this harvest, we pray you remain abundant and whole for this day and all those to come. As we dip our cloth in your waters, we humbly and lovingly ask for your blessing upon all who are represented here in this cloth. And as we tie our clutie to your tree, may the winds bless us, may the light bless us, may the night bless us. And as our cloth returns to the earth slowly and softly, might all that ails us be left behind, leaving nothing but our well selves remaining. We are honored by your spirit. We are humbled by your grace. With our deepest thanks, we make this prayer and tie our cloth to your tree. After tying your cloth to the tree, you pull from your pocket the small offering of grain. This abundance is taken with consent from the field. It is an offering for the spirit of the well and a small token of gratitude for their blessings and for the season. Placing the grain on the ground by the well, you pause in awe of the connection you have to this earth, to its trees and plants, its stones and waters. What a blessing it is to live in humble thanks. What an honor to visit this holy and etheric place. As you slowly return to the forest, past the fallen trees, fruits and rustling leaves, you greet the field of grain 
knowing that you too will be breaking bread with kin very soon. Whether it be human, plant, furred, or finned kin, sharing a moment together is a blessed ritual in honor of this sacred first harvest. Gently blink your eyes open and move your body in ways that feel good for you. Maybe stretch your arms and legs, twinkle your fingers and toes, maybe gently nod or rock your head. Perhaps move your arms like the swaying branches of a tree and take a deep grounding breath and release it with a sigh. Ah. When you feel ready, I encourage you to find a comfortable seated position. Thank you for joining me today to celebrate beautiful Lunasa. As you shift away from these words and this time, don't forget to drink a little water and eat a little something, maybe some sweet bread to help you ground into your body and integrate the experience. If you feel so called, maybe journal a thought or two or sit with a tree nearby and offer it your friendship. May you and all you hold dear be blessed by the radiance of the sun, the season of Lu and Talcha. I wish you a beautiful, sacred and health-filled high summer festival of the first harvest. May it be abundant. May it be blessed. Hoof and horn, hoof and horn, all that dies shall be reborn. Corn and grain, corn and grain, all that falls shall rise again. In closing, may all that we say and do today and all days be for the benefit of all beings. May we walk with integrity, honor, and grace. May we welcome our shadow forward, gently in service of revealing to us all that needs tending in this lifetime as we walk in human form. May we never forget the passage of our ancestors, human and otherwise, that brought us into being, and may we honor the wise and well ones for their guidance and for their support. May we honor the descendants, all of our kin, and may we commit ourselves to guide them, love them, and resurrect the wild beauty of our shared home, this precious planet Earth. May we live our lives in safety, offered in service, guided by spirit. Thank you again so dearly for joining me today. This episode was influenced by the blessed teachings of Glenny Kindred, Danu Forest, and Trees for Life. I so look forward to connecting with you for episode seven of season two, the second harvest, the autumn equinox. You can learn more about this episode, the Celtic Wheel of the Year, find resources, and more about upcoming episodes at thepathofintegrity.com forward slash animisma. Aelin Areo's beautiful song An Homage to Our Treekin Whispers from her album The Code of the Flowers was licensed for use with permission from Jumpsuit Records. Animisma is brought to life by the brilliant Emily Osborne. You can learn more about her work at emilyosborne.co. If you'd like to hear more, I invite you to subscribe and share amongst your community. Email subscribers sometime receive instructions prior to the podcast regarding offerings and rituals, ceremony, etc. And you can subscribe at thepathofintegrity.com forward slash subscribe. Tapa leave a hardin agus chiri and thrasta. 
Uh-uh.